What's up, everybody? It's Heat Override, and I'm ready to bring the pain for you in Dr. Roto this week. Woo! That was a hell of a Super Bowl. Man, I mean, we had passes, we had defenses, we had injuries, we had great plays, we had some calls, and everything seemed to make out what I thought was definitely a top 10 Super Bowl. I mean, what more could you want from a Super Bowl? You had the passion, you had the drama, you had Taylor Swift. <laughs> I know that makes a lot of you mad, but hey, look, I went over this on my last podcast and I don't want to reiterate the fact. Look, she drew eyes to the game. It all shows now, right? So there may be some new Chief fans. There may be some new NFL fans, and that's what makes everything better. Maybe somebody one day will grow up to be a fantasy football player and they'll come to Dr. Roto and learn how to win championships. Oh, yeah. That's how you bring the pain right? But the Chiefs did it. Of course, they won 25 to 22, but I predicted 27 to 23. I was close. And that's the way it was. And the reason why I was close is exactly for this reason here alone. I gave the San Francisco 49ers 23 points. They missed an extra point. They had the 23 points. All right. So that's already done. And I was set it up to where Mahomes was going to make a game-winning drive to go up 27 to 23 to where only a touchdown could beat them and win the Super Bowl. And that's exactly what happened. So it again comes back to game theory, watching the NFL tape, understanding the numbers and putting it all together. I know a lot of people out there are analytical people. And if numbers don't make dollars and they don't make sense or they don't make dollars if they don't make sense, because that's the way we kind of play it in this industry. But at the same time, yeah, you see how I did that there? Roll. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. So let's get all jacked up here, man. I was proud of that Super Bowl for a lot of reasons that I just said earlier. And it was just a good, riveting ending. You got to see the new overtime rule. And you got a whole overtime of football. San Francisco did exactly what they needed to do. They kept running McCaffrey. They kept giving him the ball out of the backfield. It was exactly the only way they could really attack that Chiefs defense. Again, I'm not going to read anything I've talked about for the past two months about the Chiefs defense, because if you listen to this podcast or you go to Dr. Roto, you actually know that I was talking up the Chiefs for months straight. Oh, yeah. That's for a little of the Chief hate that I got out there because I picked the Bills against the Chiefs. And, hey, I did. I under, I mean, but I'm a Rams fan, and sometimes I have to take that pill and i have to swallow it too sometimes i have to understand that my team stinks right so sometimes the chiefs and other teams can stink i mean dallas cowboy fans have been putting up with that for a long time i mean not like they don't have a winning team at least but they get let down in big spots we all know it sucks and this was you know another letdown you know for the 49ers and it just takes them back but that makes me i want to bring up purdy I was one of the not so much naysayers. I wanted to see what Purdy could prove, what he could do for this NFL season for the San Francisco 49ers. They went forward. They got rid of Trey Lance, right? And they brought in Sam Darnold. I mean, hey, they had to bring somebody in and they made it work. And Purdy actually fit the mold perfectly. <laughs> hey, it was a good shot, right? So, that being said, Purdy exceeded my expectations. Purdy deserves to be a starting quarterback in the NFL. 
And I know like I was watching him like that whole video of him walking off that field, just like Joe Burrow when the Rams beat him. And you see that sadness in that youth and, you know, the, the disappointment, but the long season. And then you remember, you go back to Dan Marino and how he never got back to that big game and how opportunities like this need to be seized. And that's why, you know, when Christian McCaffrey was talking, it hurt him. It hurts to lose these things. You know, it hurts to lose in other things too. When I first started point fighting, I won my first match. And then another guy got put into the match and this guy was practically a black belt. So, but because being older and the division being open, I had to face somebody that was way more skilled than me. And I was facing him in the same year that eight months prior, I had a knee injury. So I fought back all year that I was laid off permanently. And that's when Doc called and Doc said, hey, I want to do this show. So if you didn't know that, that's what it takes. You take that loss and you build on it. This August, if I win in either March or May, when I go fight again, I'll have not lost a fight in two years. And that's because sometimes you got to get knocked down to pick yourself up. There is no tomorrow, as the great Apollo Creed slash Carl Weathers would say. It's all about what you learn from what you do. The Chiefs are winning, and now the Chiefs are going to have to learn how to deal with hate. They got a lot of hate for what went with Taylor Swift. And now they're getting all the hate. Travis Kelsey is getting obliterated for yelling and shaking Andy Reid like that. And the point is when game gets emotional, people go, you shouldn't treat people like that. Okay. Yeah. But you know what? How many times do you see coworkers arguing all the time? Right. And maybe one of them gets fired. Maybe Travis Kelsey should be fired. I doubt that. But you have to look at it this way. In a game of that magnitude, you have every camera in the world. So am I going to say he was right by doing this? No, he's not right by doing that, especially when he knows he's got the camera on him. I hope Taylor gave him a good whooping when he got back. I mean, like a good whooping. Like, you don't speak to an old man like that, dude, right? But I would never speak to my sensei like that, my coach like that, any of my coaches like that, because it's supposed to be about respect. But in the NFL, that's a bigger thing. And in and, and, Martial arts, we have a lot. I would say we have respect. We have control. We're learned. That's what makes martial arts in studying and doing that with a team different than a lot of other sports is because it's a team sport, but it's a team sport for our team, right? I don't fight them. I fight them every Wednesday. We spar, but they make me better. I make them better. And that's how we make us all better as a team. So that's what Purdy needs to do. I know y'all was wondering what was I talking about. Purdy needs to build on that. Unfortunately, he's got my Rams to deal with, but the Rams got their own problems too because they don't know what's going to happen with Stafford, right? So that's good. we have to follow that because without Stafford, it don't matter if we got Puka, got Cup. It don't matter if we got Kyron Williams. It don't matter if Aaron Donald's still around. It don't matter who we bring in on defense, right? What matters is who's throwing the ball, who's who, who out there could do it. I mean, maybe this is a spot for Kirk Cousins, right? So you hear that on Bring the Pain. If Stafford retires, do the Rams make the move? Do you trade? Do you do you make that big trade? You know, do you what what happens? So that's all gonna be coming up right now. There's free agency is gonna happen. The free agency market is hot, running backs all over the place, defense is gonna be it. And that's I'll I'll get to a little bit of that at the end. But at the same time, San Francisco also lost Greenlaw, right? So 
they lost one of their two massively, awesomely talented linebackers. That opened things up for the Chiefs. You notice that the 49ers were able to keep most of what the Chiefs were doing under wraps at the beginning, and the Chiefs defense as well, too. Outside of, you know, the trick play that I called, me and Johnny talked about it. If you guys would have been part of that super prop show and you would have played that play at one hour and two minutes, $3,500 for your odds, $1,136.7. So you would have put down, I saw a guy put $500 on that on the internet and won 18000 right? But that was a call. That was a call that was made on the show that me and Danger did. And I got to say thanks again for doing that show with me, Danger. And I want to give another thanks out to Jeremy as well. Uh, me and Jeremy are going to do more rookie outlooks like we did the Dynasty, stuff like that. So stay tuned. That's going to be the best part. But Purdy definitely put together a good season to make the San Francisco 49ers ready for the future and ready for his future with them. Now they got IU problems. Debo's, you know, his style is running. He, I love him. I think he's like Antoine Bolden. You know, just that big receiver, strong, hard, does all these, does everything you need to do. But I, I don't think that Ayuk is happy not being the number one there. And I think that the number one really shouldn't be Debo either. So I think that they let him go, see what they can do, bring in somebody, right? They, they can bring anybody. Maybe make a trade for Thielen. You know, maybe that's the move you make. You go, you go with somebody like Thielen, a possession receiver. And then, I mean, I guess Debo is kind of in possession, but he doesn't need to be that. If you if the possessions are done, then they got everything else. And they'd still have Christian McCaffrey, man. But that's what San Francisco needs to build on. Now to the Chiefs. The Chiefs defense coming back. Look, yes, there's going to be some losses and there's going to be some positives and negatives. But right now, the Chiefs offense is look, it's intact. You have Pacheco, you got Rice. You know Kelsey ain't going nowhere. The line looks good. It's Mahomes, right? You got Gray backing up Kelsey. Perfect, perfect. You know, and then you have the rest of the guys. It really doesn't matter if you have MVS or you have, you know, Mikhail Hardman. You you could you can name on names with the Chiefs. In the end, it's all about Mahomes getting them the ball and the plays that Andy Reid calls that help Mahomes get the ball to those receivers. So the Chiefs offensively look great. Defensively, they'll be back. Maybe they can add somebody big. You don't know that. You know, like teams are really giving up on a lot of receivers. You can see Pittsburgh just straight up drop Deontay Johnson. And if Deontay Johnson goes to Kansas City, would you got Rice on the outside? Now, one thing I did when Rice caught that pass a couple weeks back and didn't burn into the end zone, I know corners are fast, but usually if you're a top-notch receiver and you catch a long bomb like that and nobody's around you, you score a touchdown. So they need some speed. Somebody like Deontay Johnson would be an Great addition for the Kansas City Chiefs. They literally, if they could get us a, a, a slot, oh, they're done. They they could three-peat, honestly, with that. And, and that's all they really need. And they don't really have a lot of money invested into all those backup receivers. You know, that's the one good thing about Pacheco and Rice working out right now is because they're still under their co rookie contracts for the most part. You know, like, well, Rice is. He just got drafted. So that's just free money practically for the Chiefs. And so that, that helps them invest. So the Chiefs definitely are going to be a threat. I already got my bet on them to win the Super Bowl next year. So, and that's the same bet that won the bet this year for the Super Bowl that I won previous year off the bet of the other Super Bowl. I mean, this is what we do, right? <laughs> so that being said, 
I do want to get to some upcoming content. So I will be handling, I'm coming off the DFS side of things on Sundays, and I will be handling the MLB content, the betting content on Fridays. So you'll have to look for that that article. Usually it'll drop around 6 or 7 o'clock. Well, that'd be 4 or 7. So it'll definitely be out. I'll have it out. That's just what I do. You know, so look for all those bets again. You know, the Super Bet Prop Show wasn't just always about taking those nice, safe bets. It was about throwing out that non-quarterback touchdown. And again, we explained why. And Danger was all on board with it. He exactly said, he was like, yeah, I can't argue it, right? And that's why I played that play. So that being said, you know, there's a lot of off-season content going on right now. We literally have two to three Major League Baseball, MLB articles hitting the site constantly. Doc was trying to talk baseball the other day on the radio, and all he could talk was football on Saturday. <laughs> it was wild, man, but it was it was a great show. So you can catch Doc on Sirius XM from 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. Hopefully they get that man some more shows. Serious, what's your problem, man? I'm being serious. You need to get that man more on the radio. You need to get me on the radio. Hell, anyway, <laughs> digress. Next year. So with all the content, I want to say thank you for everybody that has listened and followed my podcast this year. You've all not only just inspired the pain bringer inside me and all around me in that you make me want to give you so much more. And that's why the show on Friday with danger and the things that are going on with Jeremy, because we have another show, like I said, coming up again, we're doing three more rookies. You got to watch it. Maybe we'll do offense. Maybe we'll kick a defense, right? Because he had some guys he wanted to look at too on defense. So we're going to definitely do that because, you know, this is also Jeremy's show too. You're on board, man. This is our show. The dot is heat. Yeah. So I was thinking about next year doing some of my ultra contrarian shows live again. That was one of the more fun shows that I've been doing for the last couple of years. And this year's content, the lineups that I gave out for the very contrarian lineup were amazing. Literally cashed every single week. And even on the weeks that they were close, I somehow pulled some cash out of a couple of those lineups. But I could definitely say you could count on one hand, no more than two. Of all those weeks, one FanDuel, one DraftKings lineup every single week that each one of those lineups score so hey that's what we do it i'm giving you a cash game i'm giving you my plays i tie in my macho pick of the week it's simple it's all me and i'm saying it with my chest and i'm giving it all to you for free on this podcast you never know if the ultra contrarian show keeps hitting like this that yeah that might just be paid content so i'm just saying take advantage of what you can now because right now with dr roto uh, some of those articles have been free for the MLB, this is getting you prepared for your dynasty drafts, your seasonal drafts, everything. And we are also doing NFL stuff like that too. You know, we already have people looking at offenses and looking at players that may be on the move for next year, right? So we have it all going on, Dr. Roto. At the same time, you have the one and done show and Jay, Eric, and Mike are killing it on that right now. And then of course, Mark and Kick with hockey, and then the NBA stuff going on, it is all going on. Just because football is done doesn't mean that we're done. Because if we were done, we would be one and done. And that's the show that makes you the money for college. And we are the show that always makes sure that you always remember to bring the pain. So I'm going to end it right like this right now. Who is the macho pick of the week? Huh? Who can be the macho pick when there's no more football to play? He don't arrive.
The Chiefs' defense, I called it for over two months. The Chiefs' defense are the real MVP. They won that Super Bowl. Yes, Patrick Mahomes is the MVP, but the way Sneed, the way Bolton, when Bolton came back to that lineup, that defense tightened. And that defense showed exactly, went up against some of the best offenses all playoffs long and shut them down. And all you guys want to hate on me because I picked the Bills. Hey, that's all right. Sometimes we're wrong. But in the end, I'm right. Oh, yeah. Have a great day, everybody. And may the drafts, may the baseball, and may the points be with you. Dig it? Yeah.